You're now tuned into the Flip Flip Daily Audio Experience Podcast. The number one source for all things resale, stock market, crypto, NFTs, real estate, Amazon, flipping sneakers, Supreme, all things e-commerce, and so much more. Follow us on Instagram at Flip Flip and visit FlipResale.com. Let's get it. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome back to the Flip Flip Somewhat Daily Audio Experience Podcast. Today is May the 7th. It is a Friday, and uh, this episode, I'm really just going to kind of freestyle it, uh, kind of, you know, throw back to my old episodes where I didn't really think much about going into it and what to talk about and stuff like that, um, because frankly, just everything's um, just doing really well. I'm really focused. Uh, I'm doing, um, you know, a sort of cleanse of just like working really hard, uh, getting rid of like vices and just, just work, 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 healthy stuff. And, uh, I've just been really clear lately. Um, and yeah, one of the main topics I want to, uh, talk about and just start with is Dogecoin. Um, as, as you've seen on my Instagram, you know, I've had a, a three-part series to Dogecoin uh, starting around January. Um, you know, it was five cents. We bought it there. Um, that investment now is from five cents to I think Dogecoin's at 70 cents, which is just absolutely insane. Um, Elon Musk is going to be doing Saturday Night Live tomorrow. Um, and he's been tweeting with like Doge pictures. But um, to start to bring value, and the most important thing is I want you guys to understand um, the value of thinking for yourself and, um, not necessarily, um, you know, in, in investing, a lot of people do like charting and they look at trends and stuff like that. And I'm not a, well, looking at trends is good, but I'm not a super fan of like trying to predict things based off like previous, um, like I see a lot of people, they do charts on like spy, the S and P and, yeah, you can try and like predict stuff that's already happened before in like a, a micro. Uh, but the big play, I think, is having that uncertainty, but also that like um, that demand. So, for example, with Dogecoin, let's just break down Dogecoin. This is the same thing that happened with GameStop is when Dogecoin first started, the second that Elon Musk um, started to like tweet about it, uh, the first tweet obviously would have been, a little bit riskier because then you don't know if that's going to be the last tweet. You know what I'm saying? But then Elon Musk was on, uh, here, let me grab some water. My nose is a little full. Um, but then Elon Musk was on TMZ and he said that Dogecoin has his full support. Uh, he really likes it. And he started to expand his plans on actually, um, supporting the coin like long term, and around that time, I mean, Dogecoin's still at like three cents, five cents, and when it goes viral on Twitter right away, and you see the impact that it has on society and like how popular it is, how many people are behind it, and you think, oh, five cents, incredibly underpriced. What other underpriced assets are there that have this much impact? And truly, they're just isn't um there isn't anything and that's when you want to strike it's the same thing with gamestop like i saw gamestop at 
seven dollars and i posted it in the group because the uh the um the chewy ceo entered as the uh, as a board member for gamestop and i said guys like this is a good step forward um there's gamestops on every neighborhood um video games like fortnite at the time and we were in coronavirus like are booming it's seven dollars just go for it like take a little bit of you know calculated risk and i think we have these um what i've noticed is like a lot of members and a lot of people they'll invest early um and that's good but there's also those people who like to chase and wait until like the very end and chasing at the very end is it's not good it's okay to chase it like first base and second base um, but as far as like at the very end, you just don't want to get into that kind of mindset uh, because investing in like Dogecoin at five cents, you know, you put 2000 in it, it's 20,000. You now can go, you know, buy a house. You can uh, throw that into a less risky thing like Apple stock and earn a, you know, 20% return um, over time. And like, you're, you're really starting to do the right stuff. And I just think that, you play in the short term, like you don't put all your money into, you know, investments like Dogecoin. And another thing that's really motivational that I want to bring up, guys, is uh, I use the term full send in my group. Uh, and what that means is when these opportunities show themselves in the early stages, you full send it because a lot of the time there's no risk. Like with with flip items, there's a uh, there's a full send right item right now. And what I what I try to preach and, and tell to the people and the members is when, when you full send your you're using those credit cards with like uh, cashback bonuses, uh, tra travel airline miles, building your credit um, at stores like Walmart or Amazon or Target or Big Lots. All these places have like 60 day, uh, you know, returns return whenever you want. As long as you are within those guidelines, it's a no risk situation. And usually what happens is in the early stage, there's product. And then around uh, two to three weeks later, it starts to hit the masses and they're like, oh, it's out. It's gone. And it went viral. And everybody looks at the guy who took the entire stock. Everybody looks at the guy who invested really early when there was plenty, it was plentiful. There was lots of chances for you to do it. There was no barriers. Anybody could do it. You know, you look at uh, these news articles about, you know, Dogecoin investor put $100,000, uh, five cents into Dogecoin, and um, he's a millionaire. Uh, you know, it's it sounds crazy, but for a thing like Dogecoin and all the utility that it has, it's not that crazy. Like, Dogecoin... Uh, it, it was a pointless crypto, but that wasn't really the point. I think a lot of people focus on like A and B, but they don't understand that there's a lot more, I'm trying to think what else, like just stupid things go viral for stupid reasons and you just can make money. That's, that's kind of what's happening with Robin Hood investing and society in a whole. Uh, everybody has a cell phone now, which is a lot of power. Um, whether it be on social media, like you can make a YouTube channel. And I was just listening to this uh, this podcast with, with Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle. And the most interesting point was, uh, you know, Dave Chappelle just recently got his, uh, um, his, the Chappelle show, like the, um, 
they call it the masters. So it's, it's kind of like, and it blows my mind. And I don't think a lot of people realize this. A lot of these like music artists and like comedians, they don't actually own their work. And the reason for that is there was no social media. There was no way for these comedians to put themselves out there without needing these networks. And now we have that. And the reason that translates into investing and you're seeing it with Robin Hood investing is the power is getting to the people is as much as we don't think it is sometimes. We um, we as like a, a community, we're all so connected and, you know, the powers with the people, you see it with like, uh, you know, riots, you see it with uh, social media protests, you see it with uh, what happened with GameStop. I think that was kind of like showing what it's capable capable of and it's super dangerous don't get me wrong like um you know luckily the the power with the people is usually better than the power uh to one person so that's good in a sense um but the reason i bring that up is like opportunity is presenting itself you know there's there's stories of people with shopify sites like drop shipping soap making millions of dollars like anything is possible and um before you know i was I was talking to my father-in-law on how he used to have to invest and you used to have to go somewhere and like, um, like write on a piece of paper, like what stocks you wanted. And this sounds old school, but it really wasn't that long ago. Um, you used to have to like write on a piece of paper. I want to buy JP Morgan, hand it to a guy, that guy charges you, you know, some crazy fee. Now an IPO can go live and you can have a limit order automatically set. And you can just, you know, if you have a game plan in your head, you can execute it. Think about um, the kitty guy who, who made millions off GameStop. He had a game plan and he executed it. You know, I made really good money on GameStop. I'm yet to hit a million dollar flip. That's my goal um, to make a million dollar trade. I've gotten close to six figures. Well, no, I'm in the six figures as far as in like vesting, investing in um, like a single uh, crypto but I want to make one singular trade uh, that flips. I could have done it with Dogecoin if I put more money into it. Um, I did not get to you know a million dollar trade in Dogecoin. Um, but the point of that is anybody can really um, you can get rich, and, and and it's it's not even about getting rich. It's it's more about just being a player in the game and knowing and challenging yourself. And um, yeah, I really just wanted to point out that and. Hope you guys got something from that. Again, listen to that um, that Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle. You can kind of see like how old school uh, like business used to work. Like it used to be super controlled. That Chappelle show had to be on Comedy Central. He didn't even own his own work. Um, you know, just really crazy stuff uh, like that. Now, you know, he thankfully they gave him back his uh, masters because of social media. You know, that's the beauty of it. Like he kind of has been more open and you can learn more about Dave Chappelle. And like, I think they were like, look, this is a good dude. Let us just sell him back his masters, you know? Um, but anyways, you know, I, I just wanted to kind of tie that into investing. Uh, other than that guys, cryptocurrency, as you know, has been absolutely on fire. Um, you know, I did a podcast on Ethereum, um, I'm an early investor in Ethereum. It's up to 3.5K. Um, so the last time we spoke, I think it was at like, let me see, 
In the past week, it's up 25%. In the past month, it's up 75%. Uh, in the past three months, it's up, up over 100%. So I'm up over well over 100% on my Ethereum investments. Ethereum is my biggest investment. I am pretty sure it's like that and Bitcoin. Those two are like, I think almost the exact same amount. It's kind of trippy. Um, but yeah, Ethereum 3.5K. Uh, I kind of told you guys 10K is, you know, really where it's going to be. Um, it's just now kind of hitting the mass medias I've noticed. And that kind of ties into what I said in the beginning, like, uh, um, there's kind of stages when your grandma's talking about something, you're, you're a little bit late. Uh, when your your brother's talking about something, you're at like third base, you know, your younger brother, um, when your stock guys talking about it, you're at like second base. Um, but when the crypto guys and when the, the people who were, they believe in something before it pops off are talking about it, you want to pay attention because usually people who are at that first base range talking about something, they know what they're talking about, but they might not be business savvy. And I think that's kind of my, um, my secret sauce is I'm not like the, the smartest in the shed, um, but I'm really savvy. I really know. And I can kind of see into the future, uh, like what stuff is going to kind of pan out. I kind of have like Gary V brain where like we look at stuff and, we look long, long term at with everything, you know, relationships, like food. It's it's kind of crazy. Like we just look at stuff and we're like, hmm, how is this going to affect things in five years when people are actually talking about it? Um, and that's kind of how I look at crypto. And that's why crypto has just been my my thing, man. Like my entire portfolio is just trumping uh, my stocks and like even like my flips and my Amazon stuff and eBay sales, like, <clears throat> and even in the, the team, I'm noticing like they'll, you know, you flip these card boxes and make like a hundred dollars profit per box sometimes. And that's really good. Uh, but crypto, you know, you throw a thousand dollars in Ethereum when we posted it, it's now like $4,000, like, and it's going to continue to grow. It's a, it's a way of like earning money passively. Uh, it's like if those card boxes you could like flip for a thousand dollars and then that card box is like still generating money and growing and like you have you haven't sold it, but it's still making you more money uh, because it is it's like a living thing, Ethereum like it's a it's a, a future purchase investment. So um, that's been amazing. There's been a lot of uh, you know, I started this Bitcoin boys discord where it's a lot of us OG. Uh, cryptocurrency investors. And it's been awesome. I've brought a few of those guys into the main discord um, because they just know their stuff. And at this point with my discord, I just want to be the best. I want to be masterful. I want to have professional people with like good relationships. You know, there's a lot of people doing real estate in there now. Uh, you know, big whale investors, like, you know, talking about our, our nice shit and just having really good, healthy relationships. Um, I think a lot of other discords that I've been in and seen, uh, they're just super toxic, super unhealthy, um, you know, low income, just kind of, uh, like, I don't know, just mean people. And like, we, we want to avoid that. We want to build good, healthy relationships. And that's kind of my passion now. Like I've made enough money. I have, you know, real estate, I have investments, I have all this wealth in, the cool part, and I think I've even said this in some of my earliest podcasts, is like I want to just build a mastermind group of just good relationship people who are, 
just working hard, like bringing each other up. And because that's just good for the body. It's good for the soul. Um, and it's just good for everybody. So uh, excited on that. Um, what else? I'm trying to, there's, there's been some cool flips lately. Um, one that I particularly um, have been doing is the, uh, the Monarch uh, boxes, the flesh and blood. I got a bunch of the bunch of those sent in. Uh, they were 99 each. They're selling for like 400 to 500 each. So that's been really cool. I'm going to sit on a lot of my sealed wax because I love investing now. <laughs> um, I've gotten kind of tired of quick flipping, seeing how some of these flips can really turn into massive profits. If you just have diamond hands, um, you know, prices may go down on them and that's okay. But I just want to, I want to, when you build wealth and when you start investing like this and you are comfortable and you're good with your money, you can take more risk. And that's another thing that I, I want to end this podcast on. I was listening to uh, Andre Jink. He's really good on YouTube. I've, I think I've brought him up before, but really smart guy in the crypto uh, community. I hope one day I could get him on here. Um, but he brought up that uh, rich people can take more risk. And as that is true, it's not about being rich. It's about being responsible you can take more risk if you're responsible and the people, the reason the rich take risk is because they're responsible and they, they can lose it. So they can also win it and they can win big. And usually they do win big. Um, so what you want to do is you want to be on that same playing field. And if you're not rich, you know, stop eating out every night, start to build a bankroll, start to make your money work for yourself, like take all that resale profit and, Instead of buying, you know, a Tesla or, um, you know, a car like a Lambo or a Ferrari. And yeah, that, those are those things are really cool. But instead, you could have used that to take a big risk. Um, and I say a big risk, but like putting that into investment, like a big bankroll, it's not a big risk. Like it's just smart. Um, it's playing the long game. It's not playing the short game. Um, so yeah, with that, I'm going to end this podcast. Um, again, check me out on Instagram at flip flip, uh, the website flip and yeah, peace.